Hey, welcome to New Age Renaissance. This was originally episode 22, but I decided to up it and bring it into episode 18. So, this episode is titled Devastating Rebirth, and it's a much more personal story from me about a realization I've had or had at a very devastating point in my life. And I think we've all had those moments, and that's why I felt like it was important not only for me to write this, but for me to share it. So, here we go. Devastating Rebirth. I think the best way to describe this episode would be a mystery of cosmic proportions. Except, I'm going to start by giving you the end of a story. And knowing the end in no way makes the story clear. Ready? In the end, prominent stars collided as the earth shook and burst from within. Life, it seemed, had no way of continuing on. Have you ever wondered what it could mean for life to one day stop? Have you ever pondered the unknown depths that can only be explored in emptiness? Have you stopped to think what it would take for everything to instantly mean nothing? Eternity is fair. It carries weight in both time and space, and once felt can never be forgotten, whether experienced in a second or a lifetime. Once seen, eternity patiently thrives. Surely, at one time or another, we've all felt crushed by eternity's weight, a weight that awaits our most vulnerable moments to truly test how well we do under pressure. Sometimes, maybe most of the time, the heaviest pressure hides away in our deepest dreams. Whether it's the arrival of a dream career or vacation or, as was the case for me, a relationship. It was a new year and things were going well. Today, was the day I'd been waiting for. Today was the day I'd meet my future son. I walked out of her bedroom and made my way to the living room where I could hear his tiny, loud whispers. Is he awake yet? Well, when can I meet him? Huh? I think he's awake. I had butterflies in my stomach. I, and as I turned the corner, I saw his unbelievably adorable smiling face for the first time he looked at me and his mom then back at me and then down at his pajamas he was wearing spider-man pajamas and it just so happened that i chose to wear my spider-man compression shirt when i woke up a shirt designed to make the wearer seem as if they were spider-man who'd forgotten to put on the mask ultra realistic I looked down and realized what he did, and when I looked up, he and I locked eyes and shared a huge smile. I sat next to him on the couch. Hey, dude. I'm Gustavo. I've been waiting to meet you. 
from then on, I made sure I drove out every weekend to be with him, leaving Friday after an eight-hour workday, driving two hours, hyping myself up the whole way, thinking about fun, silly, and exciting things I'd get to do with him. Surprises. I wanted to spoil him and surprise him any chance I could to let him know how much I loved him. Who'd have thought he'd be the one to surprise me? We'd started with the intention of building a pillow fort, but we're quickly distracted by him being ticklish. The next thing I know, we're playing hide-and-seek, and I'm hiding in places he'd never considered, popping out and scooping him up for a tickle attack before he knows what hit him. In the last attack, I throw him on the couch and jump to sit down next to him. He pulls himself up, squeezes me with his tiny three-year-old hands, puts his cheek on mine and says, Are you going to stay forever? Oh, I plan on it, dude. And the smile he had was a smile I knew I wanted to see forever. And just when I didn't think he'd get it any better, his mom was telling me last night when I was putting him to bed and we said our I love yous, I asked him, who else do you love? He said, Grandma, Grandpa, Gustavo, and Daddy. Everything was going accordingly. I easily saw my future with them, with him. As a father, he, in my eyes, was my son. And so the universe was expanding. My world was full of life. The future was bright. Until the unexpected happened. The unforeseen cataclysmic event. She called and said, Gustavo, this isn't what I want anymore. So often do moments pass by too quickly that the true measurement of their weight is lost. Except with moments of devastation. Moments of devastation make eternity seem unforgiving. In his eyes, I saw stars, and written in those stars were shared dreams of the memories we'd create together until the devastating moment when the world seemed frozen with the simple act of a phone call. Those prominent stars, once filled with dreams, collided as the earth shook, unable to keep its heart from breaking. Life, it seemed, had no way of continuing on. But that's the thing, the hidden truth. Devastation is only the first step to rebirth. It's hard to see in the moment because rebirth is a tedious and patient process, a necessity of life. Meaning, it's woven into the essence of life itself. Without rebirth, life can't be. As time went on, 
I realized that this was my moment of rebirth. One of many in my lifetime, but this one had been my deepest felt and most profound so far. We're often devastated by change because we fear it. We fear change because it hints at the loss of our potential. No great change happens overnight. Even if it feels like it does, change happens with time. And it's in time that our potential is held. Change doesn't keep our potential from being reached. Changes happen because our potential is being reached. A continuously expanding proof of potential cultivating cosmic change in the highest degree. We are great change. You are great change. This is New Age Renaissance. Are you ready? As always, this episode was written and produced by me, Gustavo Lomas. And I just want to say welcome to 2019, the new year. I hope you're ready for it.